0: y'all it's mel and you're listening to my rough draft podcast where we talk about embracing our current seasons of faith work and wholeness as a part of the rough draft collective we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday stories enjoy the show Welcome back to my road trip podcast it's your girl mel thanks for listening um so if you follow me on instagram and if you don't you should at underscore melanie christina i told y'all that this week we're going to do a q a and so i told y'all to send me questions and boy did y'all send me questions <laughs> but um, i always talk about how we have to have an honest evaluation of where we are in our faith and our work and our life and that starts with me so i wanted to come on here and do an honest evaluation of where i am good bad and ugly and i wanted to do that through the form of a q a so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna keep it Real raw. I'm gonna try to answer as many as I can. I probably won't get through every single one. The rest I'll answer on Instagram. So make sure you're following me. Um, but yeah, so I'm just gonna jump right into these questions. So the first one is: how do you handle low seasons when you still have to show up? That is a really good question. Um, and you know, for me personally, I I I don't I'm always kind of as an Enneagram for, I have these highs and lows in, 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 in my day. And so I, I can have these moments where I'm like, I feel like I'm in my purpose. I'm super excited and just super motivated and happy. And then there are some days where I, I feel, feel really, really, really low sometimes. And What I am learning is that, you know, I can feel the feeling without being controlled by the feeling. So sometimes, you know, I can really be feeling like I'm not qualified or feeling like, you know, nothing I'll ever do is good enough or feeling like you know, just super down, you know, but I still have to show up because I still have to go to work. I still have to do the podcast. I still have to, you know, do the obligations that I have. And so how I handle, I guess, those low, low seasons, whether that be, you know, a low season of life that I'm in or whether I'm just having a low day is that I one give it to God. So I've learned how to just really sit with it instead of trying to change it or think that something was wrong with me because I'm feeling low. Um, I would say, man, I'm just really not feeling it today. Day and i take it to God and say, God, I'm feeling really low today. Like, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. Um, and I usually will write it down. I'll pray it out. I'll cry it out, whatever it needs to be done. And whether I can take five minutes to do that or whether I can just kind of take the day to just kind of to kind of breathe. But I always give that to God. And I try to literally like take a deep breath. And then it's like, OK, what's the next best thing that I can do? So I may not be able to accomplish everything that I was planning to accomplish today, or I may not be able to show up at a 100% like how I thought I how about like how I thought you know that I was going to be able to but I can at least still show up right and so, um, you know, when you're having low seasons, you know, you can put pressure on yourself that you still have to show up hundred percent, but that's not necessarily true. You can show up and still, and still feel the feeling you can show up and not be completely, um, you know, perfect. You know what I mean? Um, and so I would just encourage anyone who's in a low season to know that you can show up and you can show up flawed. You can show up, um, you know, not feeling it, but to still keep going and to still continue to show up. So that's how kind of how I handle it. The next question is how's the book, writing coming. The book writing is uh is going. I need to really um, get a writing schedule so that I can write consistently um, on a regular basis. I also um, signed up for the writers. Uh, Lisa Turkers is one of my favorite authors. I've said that on here before. Um, she has a writer's training. And so I signed up for that and I've been taking her courses and it's really, really, really good. And so, yeah, I'm in the course of actually writing the book. I'm actually in the first chapter, like actually physically. Physically writing it. So it's coming along. Um, And I'm again trying to get that training in so that, you know, I'm again fighting for my reader, fighting for my audience, making sure that what I give um, will be valuable to you guys. So, yes, that's how it's coming along. Next question says, Do you feel like you're making a difference? Why do you continue to post content? Now, this was probably my favorite question out of all the questions. Well, one of them, one of my favorite ones, because I get what this person was trying to say because they are also um, create content in in some form as well. And, you know, when you are on social media and it seems like, you know, there are so many influencers and there are so many people, you know, motivating and inspiring and there's so many people, you know, building their platforms and it's beautiful, it's great. But sometimes, you know, if, if I'm not careful, I can say, well, what's the point in me doing it? You know, if, if it's already been done, if it's already being said, Um, or, or even if, you know, like if my platform isn't growing, you know, or if a lot of people aren't responding, then, you know, sometimes it can get discouraging and and it's like, well, well, what's the real reason for me doing this? You know, because no one's, it feels like no one's listening or no one cares about what I have to say. Sometimes I can think like that if I'm honest. Um, and so when it comes to why do I continue to post content? I think it's just out of out of being obedient and and knowing that even though I feel like no one's listening this is what God told me to say, right? And I think I talked about in in the Keep It Simple podcast episode of how I make it an effort to only say what God gives what I feel like God gives me to say. And so, you know, sometimes I can get discouraged and feel like no one's listening, but then God still gives me revelation, right? He still confirms it. He still um gives me ideas. And so, I just have to trust and be obedient that You know, if he gives it to me to say and I say it, then I then I've done my part. Um, And I and and at this point, the rest is left up to him. You know, if I do my part, then I leave the rest up to him. Um, So that's why I continue to post content is because God continues to give me the revelation. And even though I feel like sometimes people may not listen or it may not be growing how I think it should grow. Um, you know, being, being obedient with, with the small things, I believe that God will bless it. And as far as do I believe I'm making a difference? Um, I feel like I make a difference and, and it kind of goes back to the to that same thing, right? So I don't have millions of listeners on the podcast. I don't have millions of followers on Instagram, right? But as I am trying to be consistent with the podcast, as I am trying to be, you know, post as I, as I'm led on social media, you know, I've learned to be content with the, with the one, you know, kudos, or that was really good mail, or that really helped me, you know? And so, um, I feel like I'm making a difference because they are all, I always get like the one, you know, one test or the one DM or the one email that says, you know, Hey, this really, really helped me. Or, Hey, you know, this was just at the right time. I was just journaling about this and you spoke on this and it really helped me. Um, Or like keep going, Mel, or or keep doing, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You're helping people like those one. One, you know, what people may consider one small confirmation really keeps me going. And so um, that's kind of how I know that I'm making a difference because it does reach people, even if it's only one, you know. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's how I feel like I'm making a difference um, It's because, again, I know God's given me revelation and I, I get those small confirmations that kind of keep me going. And so if you do know, you know, someone that's doing a small business, if you know someone who's a content creator on social media, you know, you know, I really want, you know, us to get into a habit of encouraging people because you never know, like when you don't, you never know what people are going through. And I think a lot of times, like, even for me, a lot of people just see my podcast and they think, oh, Mel's doing such great things. You have this podcast, you have this business, you, you have this platform, you're doing so great, but it's hard. And a lot of times, you know, people don't see the, the hard, um, the, the hard decisions and the things that your mind goes through and the things that go on behind the scenes. And so I want us to really get into the habit of encouraging each other, of sending that test, test. If someone comes to mind of, you know, uh, pushing people to move forward because it's not easy, you know, it's not easy. So, so yeah. Um, so the next question is, did you ever have that big come to Jesus moment? I love this question. Love it. Um, And the answer to that is I've had several (laughs) come to Jesus moments, Um, but it was never anything that was super huge. And so I'm going to probably talk about this in the book and maybe I can do a separate podcast episode on this, but. Um, I would say that I kind of restart or well, rededic- rededicated my life and started the process of giving my life to God, um, you know, back in probably 2016, I think is when I started going back to church and, and trying it again, trying at least to, to give my life to God somewhat. And, and it was a process, and it didn't start out with me coming down to the altar and falling on the floor crying. Um, I was literally in um, in church. I showed up late to church, <laughs> and I was in the overflow room. And um, and God, the the pastor talked about redemption, and he did a sermon on redemption. And I was just like, wow, like you know, can God really redeem me? Like, can God really do this for me? And that was really a moment of where I started to say, okay, God, like if this was if this is what you want to do in my life. If you if you are capable, if you are willing to redeem me, then I will I will walk with you and I will live with you and I t- and I tell everyone this that it was a walk. So I did not become a perfect person after that day. Um it was a it was a literal walk and as I started to walk with him, he started to give me different convictions. My life started to change. You know, once I got into the church and and started serving, my community started to change and it's been a daily walk. Like I've had uh, a lot of defining moments with God. Um, but, but they've been moments, right? There's been no one moment. It's a constant process. And sometimes, sometimes I feel myself constantly moving forward. And sometimes I, I, I regress and I do regress y'all. Um, so, so no, I haven't had a, a big come to Jesus moment. I have, I have moments with God. I have encounters with God, but having those moments and having those encounters along the way is what keeps me going so that's a good question okay so the next question says if you could do anything right now no matter the skill talent or money required what would you do So that's a good question. So if I could do anything right now, no matter the skill, talent or money, um, I would be helping people come into the fullness of of who God called them to be. So very similar to the rough draft. So I am all for like helping people understand why God created them the way that they are. So that's why I'm really big on like the Enneagram. I'm really big on people coming into the wholeness of who they are. So like walking people through like the healing process, the whole the wholeness process, Um, you know. emotional wholeness and things like that, I'm really, really big on. So I would be helping people do that if it would be like in a form of like a counselor or something maybe. Um, and then I would have a space. So like I would be doing like retreats or events or something where people who have influence, so if that's uh, business owners or leaders or influencers or whatever, you know, people are leading like that, They, I would want to create a safe space for them. So a retreat or something so where they could come in and just be and where they could come and get refilled, um, recharged, and then also be equipped. So it would be a space of where, you know, we would have the spiritual aspect and, and you know, be able to connect them to other people and, and build that authentic community. Um, but then they will also get like practically trained on how to be a better leader, on how to be, um, you know, do more or, or whatever in their, in their field. So, and then the last part to that is I would, like do documentaries, so I would probably like have like a show or something, um, whether that be on like YouTube or TV, where it's like documenting people's stories, documenting, um, you know, meaningful conversations, kind of like, have y'all ever seen the skin deep on YouTube, where they like sit people in front of each other, couples in front of each other, and they talk about different things in their stories and stuff like that. I will be doing something very similar to that, where I'm telling the stories of, of ordinary people, of people on the streets, of famous people, like sharing their real stories, and yeah, having meaningful conversations. So... Yes, that, that's probably what I would be doing. Um, the next one <laughs> says, are you enjoying singleness? Why or why not? Hmm. Um, and I did not prepare for any of these questions. So like I said, we we real raw today. I would say that I, for the most part, am enjoying singleness. Um, I definitely have my moments and I definitely have a desire to be married. Um but I do say that I am enjoying my singleness. You know, even while we're in this quarantine, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, I don't, I don't have kids or I don't have a household that I have to maintain and worry about. Like I can kind of just not saying that I'm only worried about myself, but I, I don't have that responsibility or that tie, you know, I can go full force in what God has called me to do. Um, sorry, that's my phone, y'all. And um, and and yeah, so in that regard, I am enjoying my singleness. And I'm really enjoying, you know, really looking to God as my source. Um, and I'm at the point where I would rather be single versus getting back into a, you know, dysfunctional relationship. I would rather be by myself than get into a relationship that that's going to hinder God's purpose for my life. Um, and so I'm at a point where I'm okay being single, um, because I'm able to do all that I can for God. And if I were to get married, then, you know, um, if I were to get married, then I would, then I would want that, that marriage to help push forward my purpose versus it just being my sole purpose, if that makes sense. So in that sense, I am enjoying singleness. Now, listen, I live. <laughs> it gets hard. OK, so I definitely feel like that desire for marriage is getting a little stronger, a stronger than it has been previously. Um You know, because before I was like, I don't need nobody. I don't want nobody. You know, I can just do me, myself and I. And now I'm kind of like, listen, I I need I need a purpose. I need a life partner. You know what I'm saying? So the the desire is definitely there. But I can say that I am enjoying my single season. So so the next question says, um, what are some changes, growth? What are some changes or growth you've noticed in yourself? What are some changes you still want to make? I love this. I love all these questions, man. Um, some changes or growth that I've noticed in myself recently is that I am really coming into my own. So I think, you know, I've, I've, and I'm going to talk about this, but I've struggled a lot with depression. I've struggled a lot with, um, low, low self-worth, low self-esteem. Um, And I've, you know, I I really struggled with, you know, accepting how God created me, if I'm honest. You know, I've struggled a long time wishing that I looked different, wishing that I acted differently, wishing that I wasn't the way that I was. Um, And I spent a lot of my life kind of in that mentality and it showed itself in different forms. Um, But I think where I am now, as far as the biggest growth that I've seen in myself is, is accepting how God has created me. Um, And uh, honestly, a lot of that has been due to, um, to, to learning the Enneagram for me, um, because it, it really helped me understand myself and and why I'm, why I do what I do and what, why things motivate me um, and why I am the way that I am. Um, And so I think that because I'm learning about myself, I'm starting to love myself more. Um, And so... As far as like the changes and growth that I've seen recently, it's just really being bold in who I am, not in who I'm trying to portray, or not in trying to be like someone else, or not even in trying to be perfect and work my way, you know, to 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 the blessing or whatever. But really, just being confident in who I am, being confident with or without makeup, being confident, you know, with my voice, being confident in my silence, being confident and bold in in who in the in the complex of who God created me to be, um, and being bold in that, and not and not apologizing for it. So, I think as far as like self love and um, and even just being real and honest with myself when I do have those low moments, knowing that nothing's wrong with me because I I feel low. Like I said before, um, but but yeah, just just really coming into that into that um, level of boldness and acceptance, um, and less of caring of caring about what other people think. I have struggled a lot. And honestly, sometimes I still struggle with, you know, Having that people bondage, where it's constantly, you know, what are people going to think of me, or what are people going to think if I do this, and allowing that to cripple me in fear. Um, and so, just learning how to be bold, man, and not care what people think, because at the end of the day, you know, God knows how your life is going to turn up. He knows how my life is going to turn up. He called me before, you know, I was formed, whatever the verse says, formed in my mother's womb, and you know, and 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 people can't put me in heaven or hell. People can't qualify or disqualify me. So if I'm gonna be out here in this life. I at least need to be me and be bold in me. So <laughs> so yeah that was that's probably the biggest growth or change that I've seen in myself um recently. Um, now as far as the changes that I still want to make um I want to grow in It may sound crazy but i want to grow in my productivity and in my organization because sometimes i feel like sometimes that can hinder me from what i'm able to get done is not always being super organized and i've said this before i'm a project manager i help organize people and people in their work and their projects so i don't know why i struggle so much to to really you know stick to a routine or stick to a schedule um, or be more organized in my life so that's something that I, i would say a change that i need to work on is being more organized um, and then also making my physical health more of a priority. Right. So I'm always, you know, um, I'm always like all about, you know, self-discovery and growing in your purpose. But if I don't have a healthy body, then I won't be able to grow in anything. Right. So really also want to make my physical health more of a priority and be more consistent in that. Um, And what's another one? Of course, I want to grow in God and get closer to God. Um, and so, yeah, I would say that those are probably the, the changes and the growth that I would say today that I want to see. Um, so, yeah. Next question says, you work so hard. What do you do to, for fun or to relax? You know, this question really gets me. And if I'm honest, I, I don't do a lot for fun. Um, I don't do a lot of things to relax. Um, and, and I'm coming into the realization of, of how important it is. And I talked about this on, on Instagram the other day of how important it is to still enjoy life. Right. And so sometimes I think when I'm, when I'm trying to follow God, or when I am trying to, you know, build a business that I have to constantly be working or that I can't enjoy life because I'm a Christian and I can't do, you know, bad things or everything is everything in this world is bad. So I just have to be in a cocoon, I don't know, or, or be in church and I can't enjoy life. And and if I'm honest, like I I was starting to get into what it really is, is a, is a religious mindset of that. You know, I can't do anything or I can't enjoy anything because I have to constantly be working or I have to be perfect so that I'm and people the right way. And that's not that's not a way that you want to live life, man. So I'm really trying to get back into like traveling and you know really getting back into back into, you know, enjoying my life um just as just as much as I work, you know. Um and so and so yeah, that, that was a that was a question that I honestly don't have an answer for, but I hope to be able to have an answer for moving forward. Now I do like have friends and I like to go out to eat and you know I like to Um, You know, watch TV. I love Grey's Anatomy. Um, You know, so I'm not saying that my life is just blah. You know, I do things, you know, that I do enjoy. Um, But but really trying to make, you know, fun and and relaxing and, and not working more of a priority as well. So and that's probably also another area of growth for me. So, yeah. So the last question is going to be, um, where are you in your faith and in your work and in your business? Cause I said that I was going to do an honest evaluation of where I am. So I'm going to end with that. So as far as where I am in my faith, um, I would say that I am learning, right? So I am, you know, I am close to God. I feel like I hear God's voice. I know I know that he loves me. I know that I'm his child. Um, And I think I think I'm I'm just trying to really learn God for who he is versus what people tell me he is. Right. Um, And sometimes, you know, when it comes to God, sometimes if I'm honest, I have more questions than I have answers. You know, sometimes I feel like, you know, he's blessing me. Sometimes I feel like, you know, he's holding from me. And it's this balance of being secure in God, but then also still having those questions, still having those doubts. Um, still not fully understanding things, you know, and I feel like where I am in my faith is is I am growing in God, but I am also really, really learning and redefining what my relationship with God looks like. And so it's not just a, a thing of, oh, I go to God and I spend time with God so that he can bless the business or so that he can bless me. But it's like really just enjoying God for who he is, um, really just looking to him as my friend instead of looking to him as like a dictator who just wants me to do everything right or else he's not going to bless me. Um and so just redefining what what faith what faith is to me because if I'm honest I feel like sometimes I get so worked up and works and trying to be perfect and, and trying to do and be things. And then once I get super, super frustrated with that, then I regress back to things that I end up regressing back to things that I never thought that I would do anymore or or regressing back to my old self because I get so frustrated with trying to maintain that um that that pressure. Um and so what I'm what I'm what I'm doing now is is again redefining, you know, how to just be with God. And yes, there are parts of my life that need to change. And, and yes, he's done a lot of changes in my life, but just learning how to be and really learn him from for for who he is, um, versus just being religious and just doing things out of habit or trying to push my way through um, is where I would say I am in my faith. Um, now as far as where I am in my work, um, things at work are good. You know, I'm currently actually in a trend, a little bit of a transition season because my role is, is going to be changing in the next few months. And I don't know what my role will look like if, if, even if that role will still be there because we're going through a big restructure. But I think right now in my work, as far as like where I am in my career, I think that I'm secure. I think that I'm learning a lot in my current job. Um, and I think that I know like where I want to go as far as like uh, my next step in my career. So I would say I'm actually in a really, really good place. Um, even though I'm going through a transition, that I'm in a good place as far as my career. So, and I love what I do. So, so yeah. Um, as far as where I am with the business, ah, oh, um, you know, the rough draft is one of my biggest, one of the greatest blessings of my life. It gives me purpose, but it also is a big pain point for me. Um, and I think it just holds up a mirror to me of, of how I think about myself and how I view myself and how I even view God, because I have this business, right, of where I'm trying to encourage people, of where I'm trying to equip people to be, you know, all that God has called them to be. Um, and, and it also, but while while also um, being content with where you are, right? So having that balance of you know finding purpose in your current season while still doing all that you can for the next season and equipping you for that next season too. And I think it's a mirror for me because that's of course where I am in my life. That's where we are always are, and you know in our moments of life is is trying to be content with where I am. And so with the rough draft, I mean y'all can y'all know my follower account. You can see my you can see my follower follower account, um, on Instagram, like, no, I don't have the thousands of followers. No, I don't have the thousands and thousands of listeners. Right. And I think for me, I say it's a mirror. It's a mirror for me because it's like, man, sometimes I can get so frustrated, um, you know, with, what to me may seem the lack of growth you know with the podcast or with you know the influence like it's not blowing up like how i thought it should by now right and so sometimes it it's hard and sometimes i question man god did you really want me to do this like i'm putting so much into this like is this really what you want me to do and god has to remind me to be content and, and obedient and he has to remind me that i'm giving you what you can handle um and it will grow as you know it will grow on his timing not on my timing. Um, And at the end of the day, if it doesn't grow, then I still have to be obedient um, to what I feel he has called me to do. Um, And so with the rough draft, you know, I'm trying to, again, create with now that I have the podcast and I'm still doing the business and I'm writing the book again, I'm really trying to get more organized just in creating a system and a schedule that works so that things kind of flow more easily. Um, and, and again, trying to, to trying to be content with where it is, um, and be consistent with where it is, but also still trying to, to see, okay, for next season, like, if I do want to grow this thing, like, what will that look like in a healthy way? Right. So what does marketing, what what does marketing look like for me? Um, what does getting out to different audiences look like to me? So that's also something that I'm thinking through as far as the business, but, but yeah. I think overall, I'm just in a season of, you know, really loving myself, really learning more and more about myself, really loving and trying to learn more about God again for who he really is, trying to, you know, be consistent with the rough draft and making sure that, you know, it is, you know, bringing value to people and that it is pointing people in the right direction and that it is equipping people, um, you know, how I want it to, um, but also being content with where it is. And so. And so, yeah, I would say that that is kind of an honest evaluation of myself. If I can get more productive, if I can get more organized and kind of take a little bit of the pressure off of myself, then I think um, it would make for a more enjoyable, enjoyable life. I do still enjoy my life, but I think that that um, that that doing that will will make it even better. So that is that will probably conclude today's episode. There are some other questions um, here and I'll, I will answer this last one and then we can go. The rest I'll um, answer on Instagram. But the last the last question that I do want to answer is what motivates me. So what, what motivates me, I think, is being able to find the beauty and meaning in things that, that people think are meaningless, right? So if... If someone comes to me and they said, oh, there's no point in in this job that I have, then that motivates me to then go and find the meaning and the beauty in what they do. Right. If someone says, like, I don't feel like I have a purpose or I feel like I'm not walking in my purpose and I'm just, you know, kind of living a meaningless life, then, then that motivates me to then go and show them how to find the meaning in everything that they do. And so um, and I think that that's, of course, being an Enneagram for that, that makes perfect sense. But I think what motivates me is being able to find meaning and purpose in in, in what in what people would deem as meaningless or as small or as insignificant. Um, it really motivates me to be able to um, to 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 find the meaning in everything I and mean, to help people connect the dots of what they of what they think doesn't matter and showing them how it does matter and how it does connect to everything, I think is what is really what motivates me. And, and that's kind of how I operate, even in my job, you know, being able to, someone comes with me, someone comes to me with an idea and they say, Hey, I don't know how to make this happen, or I don't see how it's going to get done. Being able to find a way to get it done. Right. Um, and so, so yeah, i would say that's what motivates me so thank y'all for the questions man like i said there are a few more um that i'm gonna answer on instagram but i thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode i hope that y'all are staying well and yeah feel free to feel free to ask me questions anytime y'all that's why i'll be trying to interact with y'all on social so um so yeah i love y'all though have a great week all right Thanks for joining us this week on My Rough Draft Podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina and be sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss any new episodes. Now, do me a favor and please leave us a five-star rating and review so we can continue to get the word out to other listeners around the world. Also, be sure to head to the com where you can access our online blog, free resources, our one-on-one services, and more. Thanks again for listening. And I'll see y'all next week Bye